Well, that's annoying. I have just recorded most of the podcast and didn't realise that the little spongy thing over the microphone was touching the microphone and now it's made like a really horrible clicking sound. So I'm having to re-record it, but never mind. Welcome back to episode 28. Thank you so much for joining me. I hope that you've had a lovely week and have been enjoying the sunshine. We have had three glorious days here and I've been outside pretty much all weekend enjoying it. Thank you again for leaving me your reviews. I really appreciate them. I've got one here from AmyJ888. Loving the angel number, Amy. Uh, It says, I love this podcast so much. It's made a huge difference already to the way I approach my daily life. And I love the little challenges and things to think about. They're really easy to try and effective. I'm only on episode eight and I can't wait to listen to the rest. Well, I hope you make it as far as episode 28 so that you get to hear me reading out your review, Amy. If you do, thank you so much for your very kind words. I'm really glad that you're enjoying it. By the way, if you are looking for me on YouTube, I do apologise. I've not uploaded this episode or last episode onto YouTube, mostly because it's a lot of pissing about and it takes absolutely ages to upload. So I'm going to wait until I have moved into my new house and then I'm going to have another go at it then. But for now, I'm just going to keep the channel open so I can add some bits of things on there. And I'm going to just do the podcast as a podcast for now. So please forgive me. Um, This week I'm going to talk about the law of attraction, which obviously I talk about in most episodes, but I wanted to go a bit more into detail on the three laws of attraction because it's split into three parts. Um, So I'm going to talk about those today. So the first one is like attracts like, and this is linked to the vibrational frequency of a person, a place, an object, a situation, And you are like a magnet that is being drawn towards whatever you are listening to, whatever you're thinking about, whatever you're feeling, whatever you're speaking about and however you are acting. So if you are vibrating at the same frequency as a person, a place, an object, then it has to find its way into your world, whether it's a positive result or a negative result. If you're vibrating above or below something, then you're not going to experience it in your reality, which can actually come in very handy if there is currently a person or a circumstance in your life that you can't physically change at this time. um, You can use this to help yourself remove yourself energetically from it. So I mentioned last week about manifesting high vibe people and my success with that. Um, because I wanted those people to surround myself with because I want to be pulled further up the vibrational scale. You are the sum total of the five people that you spend the most time with. So obviously, if you can surround yourself with people that are good vibes, high frequency, it's all the same thing, then that's what you are going to become. So that's what I wanted for me. And these people are literally just flowing into my life out of nowhere. It's it's absolutely crazy, honestly. Like, I can't even tell you how, how many really, really good vibe people and, like, how significant it has been. 
uh, they're just coming out of nowhere. And you can do exactly the same to get the same result. So the only thing that I need to mention here is that you do actually have to take the opportunity to actually connect with these people or if it's a situation rather than a person to go into that circumstance and that situation and meet people and do new things when the opportunity arises, which obviously has the potential to take you out of your current comfort zone. But we all know by now that that is where the good shit happens. So get outside of that comfort zone and accept the new opportunities. So a lot of the people that I have connected with recently are people that I have known for a long time, or at least that I've known of, but I've never made any connection with them until now. And now suddenly, here they are right in front of me, so I can't miss them, like, contacting me. You know, it's it's really obvious, like, from the universe, like, here they are, this is what you asked for, here they are. Um, and equally, people who I once surrounded myself with, not necessarily out of choice, but people who were not vibrating at high frequency, the kinds of people, you know, like the whingy, moaning, negative people just don't seem to exist in my life anymore. Um, and I think that's because I have no conversation for them. In fact, I've been noticing more and more that my tolerance of having like shallow shit conversations about fluff is increasingly low okay it's it makes me feel uncomfortable now having shit conversations um obviously the people are still there it's not like they've actually disappeared but it just feels like they've disappeared into a puff of smoke like there's there's very minimal interaction between us i don't see that those people around very much um and if i do even if i do get into conversations with them they're not that negative because they know that I'm not going to reciprocate that. So it, it's pointless even trying. Um, and also two of my lovely friends have told me this week before I've even mentioned it, that they've been making an effort to consciously give off better energy and be careful about the words that they're using and the conversations that they're getting into. And as a result of that, they have noticed feeling more connected to those high vibe people and they're getting into less of those low vibe conversations and situations. So I'm really, really pleased to hear that, that it's working for people because you can change your reality like it's it's all about where you're vibrating and what you're choosing to perceive so you have to remember that your words are very powerful particularly because you are so magnetic the sound of the words holds a frequency it creates a vibration so you have to be really careful about what words you are using and the way that you're speaking about situations so you need to start noticing when you're being like sucked off in, not sucked off, um, into, we'll go with into, <laughs> yeah, dragged into, let's go with that, dragged into the, the negative vacuum. It does, <laughs> oh, hang on, let me just gather my thoughts. So I'm going to start laughing up with the next sentence now. I'm so childish. Um, <laughs> I don't know why that's amused me so much, but it has. 
Um, yeah, so it doesn't just apply to people either. It could be that you find... <laughs> Sorry. It could be that you find that your car is always breaking down or that you really hate your job or another negative kind of circumstance and you have to ask yourself, are you always worrying and complaining about those things? Maybe you're one of those people that's always getting ill with something and you're constantly complaining that you're still not right and like, oh, I'm still full of a cold. And how can you expect to have better health if you are constantly complaining about your health? So you've got to become more aware about how you're speaking about those situations. And you can try practicing gratitude for a few days specifically on those areas that you want to see some change in and just watch what happens. Gratitude is the key. It is right up there at the top of the emotional frequency scale and it's the easiest way in the world to raise your vibration quickly and every single time it works. There's always something that you can be grateful for. So try that. The second law is nature abhors a vacuum, which basically just means the universe hates a vacuum. It doesn't like space. So this one is about making room for good things to enter, for abundance to enter into your life. So the universe will always fill a void. It doesn't It doesn't allow space to exist without filling it with something. But if there is something currently filling that space even if it's something that you don't enjoy or you don't want or you want something different you're going to really struggle to manifest that desire and Steve Harvey tells a brilliant story that demonstrates this perfectly so I'm going to kind of use it and I'm going to put the link in my show notes because I want you to watch it it's really good um so Steve Harvey is a Christian so he talks about God rather than the universe, but the terms are interchangeable. You use whatever like resonates with you. But he is also a massive believer in the law of attraction and he sees the link between what he considers to be a God and also the way that he interacts with life. So he's a big believer in the law of attraction and his YouTube videos are really amazing. Like It's one of my favourite channels on YouTube. It's they're just so inspirational and so inspiring. You'll that's the same thing in it, inspirational and inspiring. What's another word? Motivating. They're just really good. You'll love them. So I'll link that below and and go and have a watch of some of them. Um, and he tells a story about when he wanted to manifest a new car because he'd read the book called. The Power of Positive Thinking by Norman Vincent Peale, which is like a, a law of attraction classic. I found it a bit boring, to be honest, but it, it, it's very well known and very uh, well respected. So he was a young man and he was living at home um, with his mum and she was always trying to teach him like life lessons and he shares a lot of them on that channel. And at the time, he had this old, like, clapped-out banger that was knackered and it was stood on bricks outside the house on the drive. And he was desperately trying to manifest this new car after reading this book. So he got a job and every time he was paid, he would save some of the money up. I just burped down the microphone, but I edited it out because I'm not on YouTube. That was a Brucey bonus. Sorry, should have have just left that, should I? Didn't need to tell you. Anyway, so... Uh, Where was I up to? Yeah, so every time he got paid, he would save up 
a bit of his money and keep affirming it to his mum and saying, mum, I'm going to get this new car, mum, I'm going to get this new car, feeling really positive and putting all his energy into it. But every time he said this to his mum, she kept just saying, your old car's sat out on the driveway on blocks. And he, after a while, he started getting frustrated with her for keep like kind of killing his vibe with the negativity. So eventually he asked her why she kept going on about this old car when he was trying to focus his thoughts and his energy onto getting a new one. And she reminded him that he has nowhere to put a new car because his old car is still out on the driveway on the blocks. So he immediately took some inspired action and got the car towed away. And then he moved all the leaves and the shit from under the car that had been there for ages. And he even went to the shop and bought some asphalt cleaner and scrubbed all of the driveway clean so that it looked brand new and he felt ready to receive his new car, which was the part where he's created a vacuum ready for the universe or God or whatever it is that you want to call it to fill and he found the right car and managed to get it within the fortnight after months and months and months of waiting and trying to manifest this car. And he, as he pulled it up onto the driveway, he showed his mum and he's like, I've got the car, I've got the car. And she knew all along that he would get it as soon as he created space for it. And she said, you can't ask for something that you're not ready to receive. And then he passed on this message to someone else who was trying to manifest a relationship. And there's a whole other story within that YouTube clip. So I'm going to link it, go and watch it. It's really good. It's only like 10 minutes, not even that. Right. So the third one is the present is always perfect. And this is something I'm like finding more and more and getting a better understanding of. Um, So weirdly not weirdly it was a synchronicity wasn't it it's not weird it's I've attracted it clearly but when I was in class the other day one of the kids was saying something and I overheard them saying this like really deep thing and I hadn't heard it before so I asked him to repeat it for me so I could write it down because I was like that's going to go in the podcast somewhere definitely Uh, and it happens to be perfect for this week's episode And what he said was, yesterday is history, tomorrow is a mystery, and today is a gift. That's why it's called the present. So I asked him like what it was, wrote it down. I said, who's that quote by? Do you know who it's by? And he said, yeah, it's from someone called Master Ugwe. Right. (laughs) So I wrote this down and presumed that it was some kind of spiritual leader from history. It turns out Master Ugwe is like a wise old tortoise from Kung Fu Panda. But originally, <laughs> it's it's actually a quote from Eleanor Roosevelt. So most of us are inclined to live our lives mostly either in the past or the future. And very rarely do we enjoy and live in the present moment, which is where we find most of the happiness. So that's why we're always looking for happiness because we're living in the past or living in the future instead of just living in the present moment. And I would say I'm definitely more of a future person. I don't think I tend to dwell too much on the past. And sometimes, obviously, it's nice to visit the future. You've you've got to visit the future to be able to create your life by design, like instead of just letting it happen to you. But happiness is found in the present moment. If you spend too much time in the past, for a start, it's fucking pointless because it's done. It doesn't even exist anymore. It's already gone. And usually when we are living in the past, most of us will agree that it's not the best parts of our past. It tends to be more the worst parts of our past that we keep 
reliving and even romanticising. And Dr. Jordi Spencer, who is my guy, absolutely love him. He suggests that when we talk about the incidents of our past over and over again, we're basically saying that this significant event that's happened to us, and we've all had them, has kept us stuck in that moment since then. And it's like we're frozen in time. So you might find somebody that has never grown any further, that has never gone any further or found any more happiness in the life after this one thing happened to them. Um, And everybody has those big moments that are life-changing. Obviously, you all know about mine, (laughs) but there's me and then there's Miss Havisham. You know, she's let it ruin her life. She's sat in the attic wearing a wedding dress covered in spiders or you can use it to learn from and obviously you have to process it and go through it but you can leave it in the past and start moving forward you don't have to let an event stop and freeze you in time so that you can never go any further um so the present moment is always perfect or at least 99.999% of the time whatever's causing us upset is usually always the past or the future like the thing that's causing us to feel anxiety to feel worry to feel sadness it's in the past or it's a possibility of the future and I've never understood when people say prepare for the worst in a situation like what a load of bollocks how do you prepare for the worst how ridiculous what that means is live it now and then live it again and then live it again and then live it again when it actually happens, if it actually happens, that is, which it probably will after you've already rehearsed it over and over again in your mind. Um, And then after it's done, continue. Continue reliving that, that moment in your life. Your mind does not know the difference between a real or imagined experience. It, it doesn't know the difference. That's why when you think about a lemon your mouth waters, it doesn't know any difference between the two. So why do we insist on putting ourselves through something distressing over and over again before it's even happened? It's just bizarre, isn't it, when you think about it? If I told you that your pet was going to be run over tomorrow and to prepare for it by mentally rehearsing it over and over again, would you feel any less distressed when the pet was actually run over? No. Absolutely not. In fact, I'm fairly confident that you could actually prevent that event from happening at all by not creating it in the first place, by going over it with your thoughts. It's it's just a ridiculous thing that people say that's supposed to help you, and it absolutely does not, especially in a negative situation. What a load of shit. Um, a bit of a side note here, though. If you are in... Uh, an unusually distressing situation or something is going on in your life, which, again, we all have things that there's reason to worry about. And if you're an overthinker and you worry that you can't stop those kinds of thoughts, I know people have told me in the past and asked me, like, oh, like, what do I do because I feel like I'm manifesting this because I'm thinking about it? Well, yeah, I suppose you are. I'm not going to lie. Your thoughts are manifesting things all the time. But I have got a little bit of a hack for you. So you if I just tell you to not think about something, it doesn't work like that. Like that does not work. If I were to tell you, let's go with the panda vibes. 
courtesy of Master Rugway. If I were to tell you not to think about a pink panda, you'll immediately think of a pink panda. And that's probably all you can think about is a pink panda. But what you need to do is create an opposite thought and then consciously, which you can choose to do, that's your choice, you can consciously mentally rehearse that thought instead, which fades out the other because it's holding the space there. So when I say don't think about a pink panda, I want you to think about a blue giraffe instead. Are you ready? Don't think about pink panda. So you can relax now. Everybody's pets are going to be absolutely fine. They're going to be curled up on the couch, unless obviously your pet's a horse or a fish or something. Um, But it's a good way to stop yourself from overthinking. And if you can't, like, do that on the spot, like, write something down, write down what would the opposite thought be and think about that thought because that's a good way to stop yourself from overthinking and worrying about something. If I say, don't think about the pink panther, uh, no, pink panda, panda, not panther. Think about a blue giraffe. It holds the space instead. So think about what you do want rather than what you don't. Okay, so another way to stay in the present moment is through gratitude. I know I go on and on and on about it all the time. I've already mentioned it once today, but it is the key to a good life. It is the key. <laughs> If you are replaying negative situations from your past or worrying about a potentially negative situation in the future, find things that you can be grateful for right now. And that's it. They're the three three laws of attraction. So like attracts like, nature abhors a vacuum or the universe hates a vacuum. The present is always perfect. And as a lot of you always comment that you like the little challenges that I, ha- I I try and put into each episode, here are some ways that you can start to put this into action this week. So for the Like Attract Lights ones, just start observing and adjusting the conversations that you're having and begin speaking more positively about negatively viewed situations and people that you're currently not happy with so if you're not happy with your job start going a little bit over the top speaking positively about your job pick out everything that you like about it find the gratitude in that bit and if you are in the vicinity of somebody that you know is going to drag you into a negative vacuum oh what was that that my friend said this oh one of her friends had told oh that was it she said some people are vacuum cleaners and some people are radiators make sure that you are a radiator that you're radiating energy that you're not vacuuming it up um the next one nature abhors a vacuum oh see i told you Uh, think about something that you are trying to manifest and make some room for it so if you want a new car sell your old one want do you want a new job then you need to maybe write your resignation, even if you don't actually hand it in yet. If you want a new partner, empty out a few drawers, make space for the stuff, or kick your husband out. I'm joking, kind of. Um, Make some space for the good stuff to come into your life. Get rid of some of the negative stuff. Make some space. And finally, the present is always perfect. When you find yourself reliving the past or worrying about the future, write down five things that you're grateful for right now 
and create an opposite thought. And that's it. So thank you very much for listening. Thank you to those of you who've booked onto my first workshop, which is going to be live on the 30th of April and also available for replay. I got a really nice message today from a lady called Karen. Hi, Karen. Telling me to keep mentioning it and reminding people because she said she'd wanted to book on it, but um, she'd forgotten until now. So here is my little plug. If you would like to join me, you can do via my website which is www.positivepig.co.uk of course i would love to see you there i hope you have a lovely week and i'll speak to you soon bye